0: Bob Bernie, Live.
1: And welcome to a Monday edition of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you for joining me today. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. It really do. I hope you had a wonderful weekend, and I hope that your weekend included. Being with God's people in a good, solid, Bible believing, Bible preaching, Bible proclaiming church. I certainly hope that was part of your uh, weekend. Uh, certainly was for us. Had a wonderful time at our, our home church. What a great, great service yesterday morning. But delighted to be here behind the microphone. Thank you for being here. Well, wherever you are on the other side of the microphone, let me give you my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. It was um, a tragic, tragic weekend in several states, particularly the state of Kentucky. Uh, Possibly the worst tornadoes in Kentucky history. Uh, And it still has not been confirmed, but it is possible that the major tornado was on the ground for about 250 miles, which would be a brand new record. That has not yet been confirmed. There's a lot of um, speculation about that, but it's a very real possibility. Um, Approximately 70 people have uh, been accounted as dead. The uh, in Kentucky, uh, some in Missouri. Uh, certainly, the number is going to top a hundred overall, and uh, a couple of towns in Kentucky were basically just wiped off the map. Just everything completely destroyed, and uh, it is it is just a reminder, folks. None of us have assurance of tomorrow. I'm not being fatalistic in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I'm not being a downer. I am being a realist. How many people that were impacted by these tornadoes in at least four different states, how many of them woke up Friday morning thinking, Uh, This could be uh, the last day of our life. Uh, This certainly could be the last normal day that we will have for many, many years. Uh, I would not imagine many, if any. And yet, at least a hundred have lost their lives and thousands and thousands impacted. And it will take years. We're not talking weeks or months. It will be years before all of the rebuilding, and it will, it will never be the same. Joy and I live in Westerville. Uh, Westerville is a wonderful, historic little—well, the suburb is huge now, but the uptown area of uh, Westerville is, what, three blocks long at the most— And it's beautiful, it's quaint, it's small-town America, it's uptown Westerville. I was trying to imagine if that tornado had wiped out Westerville. Oh, I'm sure that buildings would be rebuilt, have no doubt about it. But it would never be the same. And uh, the folks in Kentucky, that is certainly true for them as well. Uh, Pray for those folks. Obviously, uh, Red Cross is there. Salvation Army is there. Did you know, maybe some of you know this, do you know who has the third largest disaster relief arm of any organization in America? The third largest disaster relief agency arm in America. Southern Baptist Convention, third largest, third largest disaster relief arm in America. Uh, the Southern Baptists, they are there helping. Uh, National Guard has been brought in. And uh, oh my goodness, we need to pray for those folks. Talk about shock, devastation. Pray for the churches in the areas affected because they are going to have a phenomenal impact on the community. As bad as this is, and it's horrible, it's absolutely tragic, the potential for sharing the gospel. Hope in Christ is enormous in these areas impacted by the tornadoes. People are devastated. People are looking for answers. People are looking for comfort. And they can find it, comfort, in Jesus Christ. So pray for the workers, pray for the churches. And, of course, as you would expect, the liberal, progressive, political left is trying to gain an advantage in the middle of people's suffering. Yeah, um, there are hundreds of uh, negative tweets, things on Facebook about Senator Rand Paul, who represents Kentucky, uh, Mitch McConnell, who represents Kentucky. And, of course, before there's any proof, any evidence whatsoever, the liberal left to say, this is climate change. This is climate change. Why? Why? We would never have had a tornado like this without climate change. Uh, Yeah, go talk to the people in Xenia, Ohio. Uh, Go talk to the people in Cardington, Ohio. And ask them if tornadoes that completely destroy a town ever happened before we knew anything about climate change. This This is, I have a lot of pet peeves. This is one of my pet peeves. The liberal left loves to use tragedy, disaster, human loss for their own political goals, and it is certainly on display right now. Well, if we had just put more money into climate change, this wouldn't have happened. All those people would be alive if they had just gotten serious about climate change. That is ludicrous. That's ridiculous. Is it possible that this is an historic tornado that was on the ground? Yeah. But since we have observed history here in America, we have had devastating tornadoes that have wiped out entire towns. Do you remember what happened in Alabama last year? Remember the tornadoes? Huge swath. You remember the tornadoes a few years ago in Houston, Texas? Uh, Several years ago in um, uh, uh, Moore, Oklahoma. Remember that? Remember the tornadoes in Oklahoma City? Uh, Remember the tornado that wiped out a good portion of Joplin, Missouri just a few years ago? It is always tragic. But it is not that unusual. Unusual. And yet the liberal left could not wait to use this for some form of political advantage. And that is just sad, tragic, and, in my opinion, evil. It is. Pray for the folks impacted by this tornado. Pray for the families of those who were lost. Pray for the government authorities, the first responders. Uh, Some of this rescue work is going to be dangerous, so please pray for them. All right, we're going to take the first break, and uh, then we'll be back with more Bob Brinney Live.
0: This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: Well, mask mandates are falling like, well, fall leaves. Here's another one. Uh, several courts have thrown out. President Biden's mask mandates for federal employees. Uh, many teachers unions have been taken to court over mask mandates. The latest is Pennsylvania. Uh, let me read the uh, Associated Press story. A statewide mask mandate for Pennsylvania school children was thrown out by the state Supreme Court on Friday. Uh, does that mean that no children will be wearing masks in schools? Certainly not. Uh, There is nothing that prohibits children from wearing masks. If the child feels that they want to, if the parents want the child to wear a mask, fine. Just the school districts cannot mandate it. They cannot force it. They cannot well, they can't kick the child out if he comes to school. He or she comes to school without a mask. Uh, the justices announced their decision to invalidate Governor Wolf's administration's statewide mandate for masks inside K-12 through school building buildings and child care facilities. So uh, the uh, mask mandate in uh, Pennsylvania schools is thrown out. Now, this was not a federal court. This was the state Supreme Court, and that means that will have no effect on states like California that have issued a statewide mask mandate for all the children in the state. Uh, I I would imagine before long that will go to a federal court, and I would expect that mask mandate to be thrown out as well. The uh, state Supreme Court simply said, it's not constitutional. The governor does not have the authority, according to the Pennsylvania Constitution, to order children to wear masks in all schools. So the mask mandate in Pennsylvania, gone. And now the decision will be where it should be, with the parents. The parents will determine what is best for their children rather than the state. Speaking of parents, a large group of parents in Arizona, Goodyear, Arizona, have won, well, quite a battle. It's a story about Estrella Foothills High School in Goodyear, Arizona. They uh, have a small club on campus called uh, Coexist. Yeah, it's a club on the campus of Estrella Foothills High School in Goodyear, Arizona. Coexist. It is a LGBTQIA plus club, and uh, they had been lobbying the principal and the school administration to have Trans Week. Yes, an entire week uh, dedicated to transgender students. They were going to have a different theme every day. On Monday, it would be make yourself known. Every student would be given a name tag, and on the name tag they could put their preferred pronoun. That was Monday. Tuesday, true to you, all of the kids would be encouraged to wear the colors of the rainbow LGBTQIA plus flag, and and so on, be an entire week of Trans Awareness. Well, a bunch of parents said, whoa, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. This is not why we send our kids to school. We don't send our kids to school to be indoctrinated on transgenderism, homosexuality, lesbianism. We send our kids to school to be educated. Math, English... World history, civilization, science, etc. And so a large group of parents went to the principal and said, uh, no. Nope, 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 nope. And they made it clear, we don't have anything against trans kids, but an entire week of this emphasis will cause division. It will cause... A distancing from the real purpose of going to school, education, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and as a result, the principal and the administration backtracked and basically said, uh, "Oops, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we should have consulted the parents about this." So the uh, transgender Spirit Week was cancelled. Why? Parents got involved. Parents got involved. I'm telling you folks, it is a movement sweeping across America, and it's a good, good thing.